0: begins at the gates at the beginning of the adventure
1: oh yeah yeah, no we've got to run through all of it every every single time otherwise what's the point
0: Mm, absolutely
1: all right Uh, (laughs) hello everyone this is one-on-one rpg and i (laughs) am I thought you were gonna say indeed just give me inspiration (laughs) right off the bat uh and i'm elliot myself out of saying indeed (laughs) Ah, does that count or not of course it does yes um i'm elliot also known as elephant bear also known as ichabod gray Ichabod Grey today, a bit of a, a dated one for all you uh, <laughs> really involved vampire movie, hunter movie lovers. Yeah, that, uh, yeah that's where we are.
0: Something to do with vampires in Fifty Shades of Grey, is there?
1: It, absolutely. <laughs> it, that, that was the whole point of it. I mean, I only skimmed the book, but <laughs> it's I mean, it, was all, it was all chains and black leather. And I thought, just vampire. Why? What is
0: it about? Yeah, it's very gothy by the sounds of it. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, if you enjoy what we do, if you could please uh, subscribe, share this with people that you may know
1: who may also like it, and leave reviews and all that stuff, that'd be lovely. All the people who you like, they I really want to find out how Curse of Strahd goes, but I haven't got the time to play it myself. If only there was a quick and easy, fun uh, podcast I could listen to. Well, Now yeah. here's your answer. Yeah, if you've got no friends, but you know people
0: who also have no friends... <laughs> Who would like to hear D&D and pretend to be part of it. Yep. Um, pass it on to them. It's, but uh, don't don't make friends and start playing your own game and stop listening. That's not what you should do. <laughs> all right. In any case, uh, on to the small talk question, because uh, that that wasn't a very personal thing to say, so now I need to make it clear to everyone how down to earth we are. Um, friendly. All right. Uh, now, not because uh, I'm I have difficulty making small talk and human connections... I've looked up a list of small talk questions, and we're going to start with the first one on the list. Okay. I would never have thought to ask this in a million years. You ready? Yep. Where are you
1: from? Uh, London. I mean, originally, uh, we moved to suburbs when I was uh, pre-ten. But uh, yeah, originally from London. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I, I don't know if we have the rights to that song. I don't know how legal this is. Uh, I was going to sing, uh, I, "I'm a Londoner," but <laughs> there you go. You're going to ask me. Uh oh sorry. Uh Tony, where are you from? Um, London, you know.
0: I uh, I moved down to the suburbs pre-ten, but uh <laughs> Really? I, yeah. Well I was born in Bow, so technically I'm a Cockney. It's how Cockney Ooh. sound. Mm-hmm. And uh I left all of my rhyming slang to my um uh, to the other people that live. From Cockney, bon. yeah. Yeah, I left
1: uh when I was two mm-hmm. and uh, never looked back. Oh well that's a lot more pre-10 than I was. Mm. Uh I was about seven, eight, I think. It, it gets so hard to remember back in back in the day through the mists. Uh yeah, my parents moved for schools for me and my brother. Mm-hmm. See so if I hadn't
0: if I hadn't left Bo, maybe I'd talk like someone from like Snatch or Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels right now. Mm. Uh but I don't. And here I am. All right. In any case. Do you have a listener question? Roll a 20, you can't. Huh? <laughs> I was doing a,
1: a, a Cockney accent, anyway. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said something about twenty. I did. No, oh. if you can thing? translate what I said, get in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a, a listener question. When they, uh, this one is from the Bruce, not that Bruce, but the Bruce. When they make the movie, the making of One on One RPG, who would each of you cast as the other? Uh, that is a good
0: question, especially mm. as uh, you know. If anyone gets in any directors or any producers get in touch, it may be a really important question for for something
1: coming up. I mean not to coin a line from another show, but five seasons and a movie, frankly. That's that's our goal. <laughs> yep. I think by the time uh, by the time we get to the
0: movie, uh, there will be quite a few ups and downs. Oh my goodness. There's been quite a few ups and downs. So many certainly. betrayals. Yeah. Good question, to Bruce. Thanks. Thanks for uh, your first offering, I believe. First question from the Bruce that we've asked hmm. Alright, now You have the amount of time it takes me To cast every member of this movie uh, To recap everyone <laughs> <laughs> On what happened previously
1: Well, started off, I met Ezzy who was invisible But, I mean, frankly, I'm amazed Tony managed to get Rack Rex Back from Rack uh, uh, To do that little cameo, which is great mm. And definitely it was her voice and She's like, got loads of time, she's got nothing better Going on <laughs> Yeah, we're the, we're definitely the, the big leagues for her to come and join us. Um <laughs> <yes>. her <laughs> Getting, giving her some exposure. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so anyway, she's agreed to help me in the fight. Not a Rack Rex. She's gonna come around and beat Tony up for me. Then uh, I finally had enough of enough finding out who this was in my room. So I went there and it turned out to be Gertruda, mad Mary's daughter, right from the very start. Um, first episode, callback. It was. It was the very first episode.
0: Um, <laughs> and, Nothing had come up about Gertruda since then.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, I assume all of her stuff was located around Barovia town and Barovia castle. And I just hadn't been around there. I'd been over in Vallaki.
0: mm,
1: You love Vallaki. I I hate it so much. The first thing I do if I take control is burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I might be as bad as Strahd. I, I hear it now. I'll work <laughs> on it. <laughs> is no. that you speaking or Ichabod speaking? Or is that it was the- I- that was Ichabod. The same now. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I am Ichabod, quite frankly. <laughs> then yeah, uh after briefly trying to consider a way to help to fix her problem, Ichabod realized he didn't want to do that. That was absolutely pish posh nothing. So we then went, I say we, Adrian, Vlad, Ichabod, and Sir Klutz went back down into the tombs to find a place to rest uh, for the night and hopefully inspect some of these magical items I've picked up. But well, I was too intrigued by the fact there was a horse crypt in my family crypt. So upon investigating that, I've opened the door. I'm about to be kicked in the face by a flaming horse. Yes, and absolutely. I, do, I didn't mean that derogatorily. It's a nightmare.
0: <laughs> it is indeed. Oh, hey, so you haven't double inspiration. inspiration
1: yet. Yeah. Ah!
0: <laughs> Oh, no, it's all coming out again. <laughs> all right, let's, uh let's uh, I'm going to just read the description again and then we'll go right into it. So dry, hot air and smoke billow from the crypt as a black horse with a flaming mane and fiery hooves emerges. bit like uh, when wrestlers come out from behind the curtain and there's fireworks and stuff. It's, a... it's all about the mane. <laughs> smoke billows from its nostrils as it rears up to attack. Roll initiative. What did you get? I got less than you. You did. What did you get? I got 15. Yeah. and n- not me, but the horse got 18. Uh, Bucephalus. Yes, it's obviously ready to
1: getcha. You. Um, you don't, you don't forget a name like Bucephalus.
0: Well, the crypt read Bucephalus, the wonder horse. May the flowers grow ever brighter where he trods.
1: That's their. It's because they're
0: illuminated because <laughs> they're on fire. Yeah, they definitely glow brighter. I Don't know if they grow, but it's still, that. all right. Bu- Bucephalus rears up and then stamps you in the face, tries to get you with a 15. Does 15 hit you? Uh, yes,
1: 15 hits me.
0: All right. And it does uh, 12 bludgeoning damage and seven fire damage. And it goes, ouch, in a horsey fashion. And then it's, <laughs>
1: uh, didn't sa- that didn't sound menacing at all. Maybe I've got this horse all wrong.
0: Ah, my face. <laughs> um... And it gives you this uh, smug look that only a really smug horse could uh, pull off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember you
1: now, you little shit.
0: <laughs> right. Your well, most yeah. recent memory, or maybe not most recent memory, but you do have memories of Bucephalus uh, with um, Irina kind of slung over the back of Bucephalus as Strahd rides off. Yep,
1: mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, yeah. So all, all good things about hmm. uh, this horse. No, no, uh, No bad stuff at all. Anyway, what I'm going to do do I want to make this horse afraid of me, or do I want to kick its butt? Uh, I think I'm going to kick this horse's ass. you have to, like, move around it before you do that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, since I don't leave its threatened area, I can absolutely do that. Yeah. I make a roll uh, to get to its rear. Nice. I draw the sword, and the weight is a little bit different. I've been used to the Sun Blade, where the weight is all in the hilt, but now that I have a bladed weapon again, it's... It's in the sword there, and it's uh, throwing it's, it's off my game. Uh, but let's, let's hope, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my inspiration immediately in the hopes that you will say it again soon, because you're not tricking me like that again. Hmm. Uh, uh, possibly, it's only a horse. Uh, 15 to hit?
0: Uh, only a horse, yes, 15 hits. hit. <laughs> it's a fiery flaming horse, and also uh, it's shedding bright light in a 10-foot radius, and dim light in a f- an additional 10 feet. Everything is glowing and fiery. Right, so what's the damage? Uh, I was about to ask you, what's the damage on this sword you've given me? Uh, It's a... Just a 1d8? Uh, Yeah, short or long sword is up to you. And
1: it will be um plus three.
2: Hmm.
1: So, plus my, plus my, uh, uh, uh sorry, 1d6 then if it's a short sword so that I can get my dex modifier rather than my strength. Oh no, not plus three, sorry, plus one. That was a bit generous there. Yeah, I did think so, uh, plus one, plus my dex modifier, which is plus two, so it makes it plus three, so that's four points of damage, I should have probably, uh, you know what, sod it, let's smite, let's smite this one, wh- <laughs> because I'm about to take a long rest, so let's do it, let's add in some, let's add in some smite damage, uh, oh, there's my other D8, take this, take this, you fl- you, you fiery, oh, oh that's much better, Uh, 14 points of smite damage. I don't know if this horse counts as undead, does Uh, it? Let me see, I'm
0: not sure that it does. Uh, counts as a fiend, which I think your
1: smites work on as well. Ooh, excellent. Oh, another 7! 21 points of smite damage! Plus the actual 4 points of damage from my, uh, from my short sword. Nice! Uh... Yeah, it doesn't like it very
0: much no. as you strike its rear end with your sword. <laughs> would you would you, uh, you notice, uh, not quite a clang, but you notice as you slam your sword against this uh, this thing, it's not quite the same as the uh, fiery blade going straight through things like mm. previously. It's... You it's... notice a bit of a recoil as that happens. Uh, would you like to do anything else?
1: Yeah, I feel it shake up my arms. Um, I should have cast Hunter's Mark on it or something as well. Just really burned through those spell slots. Um no no i'm i'm okay for the time being I, I i feel adrian is about to leap in and uh really do some damage mm. and, and vlad is certainly about to cast uh some kind of healing upon me mm. well
0: as you uh sort of smack this horse's rear end with your sword it kind of rears up for a moment and goes to bolt um so, uh, do you indicate to Adrian and Izek and Vlad that you want them to stop it from bolting? It's going to uh, seems like it's going to run away. Are we in the corridor, or are we in the horse's crypt? Uh, you ha- you are in the tomb with it, but you have gone round the back of it. But is it in? Is is it? Can we shut the door on it? Is what I'm asking. Uh, shutting the door would require moving a stone slab. It will take longer than six seconds to do oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
1: I, I, I indicate that uh, Adrian should try and grapple this horse. All right, so before it tries to run away, would you like to make an attack of opportunity? Oh, yeah, why, why not?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Twelve to hit. Uh, Twelve is just a miss, I'm afraid. Yeah. But you do, as you feel, Um, you, you feel something in a sword that says, like, just sort of telling you that perhaps once a day you might be able to just improve your luck somewhat (laughs) with your rolls and have a chance to roll again if you'd like um yes i will i will take that
1: chance um because yeah, why not if i'm about to take a long rest yeah ah 15 again that does hit yep you just miss and you're like
0: ah and then you pull the sword up and catch it what would you like to do oh that's much better
1: uh that's eight points of damage and you, you know what? Yeah, uh, It's not very interesting to listen to, but second verse, same as the first. Let's get another smite in this bad boy. I don't think it's as boring as you think it is. Oh, ooh, it is when I roll one. Ooh, not bad, not bad. So uh, 14 points of smite damage. Nice. Oh, plus, uh, plus my eight points. So uh, 23, is that 22? 22,
0: 22 points of damage overall. Lovely. Uh, all right. And then... Um... So doubly spurred onto bolt now, Adrian and Izek try to grab it uh vlad tries to uh sort of get in the way as well to help so it's gonna be uh advantage try and grab the horse I think with all three of them trying to do it Okay. Uh, mm, is it advantage this is a big hot fiery horse I think it's gonna be a straight roll actually uh okay roll off so be left for uh left for your side right for the horse uh but the three of them together yes. Now grab it around its neck try and stop it from moving uh they don't uh they manage to kind of hold on to it so he can't go where he wants to awful struggle uh, Izek mm. and uh adrian um have got it around the waist and the neck and vlad is just kind of dancing around in front of it trying to distract it um all right uh it cannot bolt and since it can't go anywhere it is going to attack instead so he's going to try and stomp on vlad i think <gasps> gonna miss though
2: because
0: oh. uh, vlad is doing his uh best dance moves dodging out the way uh then it's uh ichabod's turn again i didn't know you
1: studied under isaac as well you're fantastic
0: <laughs> uh, uh, pretty, pretty uh
1: just on the in the fear that it might actually manage to run away i would like to uh, uh, misty step up onto its back
0: okie dokie uh what? all right you now appear on its back suddenly and uh everything feels quite warm but- <laughs> I'm
1: roasting the giblets.
0: <laughs> but as you uh, as you do, you feel like, as you sit on the back of this horse, mm-hmm. if someone were to shoot you with some fire, you might resist some of that damage.
1: Well, so somebody shoots me with fire when it's just me and the horse fighting.
0: If, if that were to happen, I mean, it's mm-hmm. unlikely, but if that were to happen, you feel like you'd be able to resist it. Oh, good. Not be immune to it, but resist it.
1: Well, I'm glad I'm I'm I don't have a lot of fire attacks, so that this would have come into play. But anyway, let's go, uh, and I'm going to hit it with my sword again. All right, from
0: sitting atop the horse, you plunge your sword down towards it. Apparently, much easier to to hit
1: it from back here. I got a twenty-two to hit.
0: Twenty-two, lovely.
1: That definitely hits. Yes. Ah, the dreaded one on the d six again, and I'm going to use my my last spell slot to uh, to do one more smite to hopefully finish it off. 11 and... Ooh, 17 points of smite damage, uh, plus 4, so 21 points of
0: damage overall. Wow, nice. You plunge that sword deep into uh, Bucephalus's neck, and uh, suddenly it's been like a poof. You land on your feet as Bucephalus completely disappears. Uh, it turned to dust almost.
1: Oh, yeah. Just, it was a lot easier to get the the fatal blow for into his neck than it was from his bum lesson learned let's not try that with my brother um, uh, right
0: you are boss good job uh, good knowledge but you know horse anatomy is different to uh vampire and person anatomy i fear i feel so you know you
1: get that sword right up your brother's bum i think you're doing all right i'm going up to the i'm going up to the wrist um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sir klutz
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, I did as well. <laughs> yes, I was just about to help.
1: Did you trip over your own feet?
0: No, no. <laughs> I was, I was in the other tomb. <laughs> you know, I can walk through walls.
1: <laughs> oh, was there a was there an ice horse in there? Was there fighting that one instead? It was quite nice. Yeah. Well, well played. Um, I search around the, this tomb. Is there anything else in here? Or is it like a stable kind of deal?
0: Um. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just a little tomb. It's a little tomb. It's a normal tomb. Uh, there's a big bigger um a bigger sarcophagus to house a larger creature, which you <laughs> presume
1: would be a horse. <laughs> Horses don't sleep lying down, my brother, what are you doing? <laughs> um is this, a, sorry, just to clarify, is the horse, I know it was a nightmare, but it was it a vampire as well? Is it going to reconstitute in the coffin? Make an arcana check. Oh, I'm going to give it a go. Uh, I'm going to ask a question I've not asked since the beginning you as can, well. Can you can Queenie have advantage. Could Queenie give me the help action?
0: Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> Queenie, can give you the help
1: action? I go, hmm, <laughs> look over at Queenie, who's suddenly wearing a pair of spectacles now. I go, <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: uh, uh arcana. That is a 12. <laughs> well, thanks to Queenie's help action, you uh, realise uh, that the way it disappeared was very similar to the way Queenie disappeared when she was uh, defeated the first time.
1: All right, let's 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 fingers cross hope that my brother doesn't realise what we've done. I was kind of hoping we'd take care of that, you know, subtly. Well, why, why would he know? Well, because I knew. When Queenie got uh, discorporated, oh, oh, he knows. No, no, he might not. And even if he does, we'll just say I was exploring the tomb, wanted to show my friends, and Bucephalus just attacked me randomly out of nowhere.
2: Oh, uh, oh, god! We're
1: the innocent party here, quite frankly.
2: Oh, good, good thing he's a reasonable uh, man
1: who follows the rule of law. He'll just re-summon it, uh, It's him. It, it, it's fine. Oh, let's, but uh, in the meantime, let's go into my tomb and really just look, put everything up against the door.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember when when you lost Queenie that time, you were just like, oh, just resummon it. It's fine.
1: Well, I didn't know I could resummon her at the time. That was uh, knowledge I gained afterwards. But <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was despondent because I love my little Queenie, don't I? Yes, I do. do, do, do. <laughs> oh, she's adorable. <laughs> anyway, let's go. All right.
0: Uh, so. Are you going for a particular tomb or are you going to use this tomb? My one. I'm going for my tomb. Oh, you're going for your tomb. That's right. Okay. Uh, I'm not sleeping in a horse's tomb when mine is just next door. Now I remember why you're here in the first place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all coming back to you.
0: Yeah. All right. As you uh, reach your tomb, um, a portcullis is closed in the archway. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a... Um, uh, oh, no, wait. No, there is a lever.
1: Oh, good. I didn't see it there for a second
0: um well i think I, I let pull. me see <sighs> let, let me read the description and then perhaps we'll become more clear yep. <laughs> i'll read it out loud not just to myself <laughs> <White> marble steps <laughs> descend to a tomb that has a vaulted ceiling 30 feet overhead a stillness a calm amid the storm is felt here in the center of the tomb a white marble slab supports an intricately inlaid coffin uh okay so uh i guess the I, I'm just going to read the description. You, you're looking down through the portcullis at the moment. Mm-hmm. Chiseled into the slab. Well, you wouldn't go see it from there. Where's, where is the... Uh... Oh, no, no, no. No, you can't get in unless you open the gate. <laughs> you can see it down the stairs. There's, uh, there's probably a lever down there somewhere,
1: you think. I, I look over at Sir Klutz and just like, Come on. Huh? Y- you. This is why we have you, Sir Klutz. Go on. What? Uh, uh, you want me to... Uh open tidy the... up a bit no you no my my tomb is immaculate i should have you know i've not even been in there
0: oh uh well you want me to um open go the...
1: yeah go and pull the lever and open the portcullis.
0: Oh, go and pull the lever yes good idea right and he uh right you are that's why you're the leader and then um, he walks straight through the portcullis down the stairs pulls the lever and it pops up um I as go you in... head down uh, you, see the, you see an intricately inlaid coffin. Chiseled into the slab is a name. Sergei von Zarvik. To the north, behind the coffin, are three alcoves. A beautifully carved statue stands in each alcove. A stunning young man flanked by two angels, looking as polished and new as the day each was placed there. There you see the iron lever protruding from the south wall, west of the tomb's entrance.
1: I was going to make my way over it and like pull the lever immediately to shut the portcullis. But I think seeing his tomb, Ichabod is like taking a moment It's like, oh this, oh, this is suddenly becoming a bit real. Um, is the lid on the sarcophagus closed? Uh, it is closed. I I would. Uh, I'm going to
0: It's a coffin run... rather than a sarcophagus. Oh,
1: sorry, a coffin. Oh, that's much easier to open. Is it sealed or is it just like laid upon a lid laid upon it?
0: It doesn't. It's where this like it doesn't have any obvious places that it's sealed um what
1: is uh your alignment would you say um i would like to think i started off as chaotic goods you know uh, doing uh, uh, doing what i thought was right and i i would like to think in some cases i've still followed that rule but i probably slipped down a little bit <laughs> okay <laughs> you go
0: to uh you go to open up the tomb, like pull it open. It doesn't seem to open. The the
1: coffin, I mean, sorry. The crypt. Yeah. I I run my fingers over the top of it, uh, feeling the cool sensation of the wood underneath, uh, and I I make my way over to the the statues to look up at my own face. Um, you look at the um,
0: uh, you look at the statues. The uh the statue itself uh is very uh nicely presented, and how it's flanked by these angels. Um, you can make an insight check. I know you, uh, you're particularly good uh, at those. I've never tried to do an insight check
1: on myself. You could also do investigation if you like, if you prefer. Uh, give me two seconds. Uh, ins- I, I know my insight is a zero. I don't know why I was checking that. Uh, investigation. Oh, I've got a one investigation. So yeah, I'll go with that. Fourteen in total.
0: Um, the uh, the image of uh, Sergey as a statue surrounded by these angels is definitely one of good and um you would suspect more lawful than chaotic
2: mm.
1: i look up at uh, the statue of sergey and i I say out loud you and i are just two different people uh do you want you want
0: you want me to try maybe isek have a try
1: at what opening the coffin um yes um yes please i'm actually not 100 percent sure if my Original body is in there because I know I was left outside when he first did it, but maybe maybe someone went and got me. While you're talking about this, Izek
0: is like just all over it. Is trying to pull it. Is yanking yeah, the yeah. lid. Is like got his foot braced up against the floor as he um tries to yank at it. He's got no luck whatsoever. Adrian rolls up his sleeve. Uh, let me have a go, and he starts like pulling at it as well. Uh, no luck. Even Adrian with his mighty muscles not able to pull this uh pull this lid off. Vlad, would you like to go? Me? I'm not very strong. You're strong of heart. Maybe that's what it takes. Uh, he steps up to the coffin and um he goes to lift the lift it up and he manages to open it. it opens
1: for Vlad. Really? Mm. Oh I was I was about to do my backup plan, which was just asking Sir Klutz to stick his face in there, but yeah, this is much more <laughs> classy.
0: <laughs> yep. He he opens it. He he takes a step back. Looks quite pleased with himself. But uh, you are probably much more distracted by the contents of the <laughs> of the coffin. Yeah. Uh, you see, uh, your uh, your embalmed body, your flesh seems to have been magically preserved. At first glance, you see, you seem to be sleeping in your casket. You find yourself looking at yourself. Um, your uh, your features are very smooth, but skin is very um very uh Peaceful. Very as well no um yeah not many lines or wrinkles or anything like that or even creases um very well shaved hair immaculately spread back um almost like the image of um well kind of how you see yourself i suppose or mm. i don't know how you like to see yourself with like fine fine dressed in finery as well uh you do notice as well that you're wearing some very very uh, impressive looking plate armor wow I didn't even remember owning any plate armor. Mm. Uh, Well, you suddenly have a flashback of uh, a moment (laughs) (laughs) where um, you were, uh, you remember there was a time your father had it made for you. You were going to be wearing it um, to lead a battalion. Oh, I thought you were going to say at my wedding. No, not necessarily um, to go and fight, but to kind of ride out on your horse and look very imperious and whatever. Um, you never had the opportunity to do it. Um, you you recall not being trusted to uh, lead a battalion in the end and never had the
1: chance to wear the armour. Uh, wow. In the... This is this is kind of ringing bells for Ichabod now. I mean, there was a task he was entrusted to do, but then he wasn't trusted <laughs> to do it, and so he just didn't get an opportunity to do it, even though he could have done it, and he could have done it well. I would also
0: say, regardless of your class, I don't know if you're able to wear plate, but you would be able to wear this.
1: Oh, that's because it's it was literally made for me exactly. Um, well, because I, I, I'm I'm part paladin, I I should be able to anyway. But thank you very much, I appreciate that. I um oh yeah um oh, yeah. just yeah I know I don't act it, but yeah sometimes <laughs> I am a paladin. Um um this is anyone, weird. Yeah, you this look is like, like a younger you. What, uh, ooh, uh, exactly the same age. I me, mean, I don't think i have <laughs> I aged since I've been dead. I mean. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but yeah. But you're looking at me now. Do I look older than that guy?
0: Uh, yeah. he looks over at Izek, and Isaac <laughs> looks over at Adrian, <laughs> <laughs> and Adrian's like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> Looks over at the clumsy knight, and he says, "Uh, yes, you do."
1: Well, this has just been a bad day. Um, does anyone want to say a few words? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lad says, "Um, we're gonna." We're going to,
0: we're going to do it. We're going to do it for you. He says it to the corpse of Sergey.
1: Yep, I don't. We never actually got a chance to meet Sergey. I'm fairly certain you and I probably wouldn't have gotten on, but you seemed like a good egg, and I will avenge your death. And I give him a pat on the shoulder. Also, I don't mean it as an insult, but I'm taking that armor. <laughs> Strip him. <laughs> I'm not going to put it on there In fact, I, I, because I'm not wearing it to have a full night's rest. I'm not. I'm actually a bit tired. Let me just put this full blade medal on.
0: Yeah, your allies are a little bit taken aback by the command. They thought you might just do it yourself. It's
1: like, okay. a, it's like a weighted blanket.
0: <laughs> they go and they they set about undoing the armor. It takes a, a, about ten minutes plus uh, to take it all off.
1: Because uh, it's a group effort. It'd have been an hour if I was doing it on my own.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's just see. Uh, yeah, they do so, but uh, they do a very cat-candid job of it. I guess they're kind of nervous. They do get the armor off, but it's yeah. not very... Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> Sergey's body ends up on the floor. Like, Vlad <laughs> like, falls over. Sergey falls on top of him. Is <laughs> there Canadian? <laughs> sort of try and pull him around. Uh, at one point, yeah. his arm <laughs> is kind of cracking and going the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> manage to get it off and sergey's body's intact oh. but not as uh <laughs> at
1: one point i've got i've got him propped over my arm and i'm getting glad to draw a picture of me and me <laughs> it's a weekend at sergey's
2: <laughs> i would i would love to see a play with that title
1: <laughs> i know it's funny right
2: <laughs> i wonder what they would come up with with that title <laughs> what would it even be about
1: i have no idea but <laughs> i can't ever feel it would be a uh, not as, it would be much better if there was no sequel to it, just a singular one-off movie. <laughs>
2: uh, movie's a good name for plays because everyone's all movie. They're not yeah. like, not like pictures.
1: <laughs> they are playing though. <laughs> it's true. They're moving and playing. And no, I'm not coming up with a jingle for the for, <laughs> the, for the weekend at Sergei's. But right. let's now be respectful. Let's put the <laughs> lid back. <on. laughs> I put the lid back on him and uh let's get the bedrolls out and have a long rest oh i pull the i pull the lever i shut the gap portcullis let's do that first <laughs>
0: you shut the portcullis uh mm-hmm. sergey gets propped back up into his coffin uh the lad closes the closes the lid um you've got your armor just next to you i suppose
1: <laughs> oh, sorry also sorry while they're doing all this to the body i i cover the eyes of the statue so it can't see <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah fair enough and um, so it's quite a nice big spacious crypt are you doing anything in particular before you actually sleep do you want to uh, spend a bit of time attuning to the items
1: i would like to spend a bit of time attuning to the items and i would like to spend uh as well as uh, having the long rest i would like to spend the night uh in a, in a partial vigil to the raven queen uh praying for our, our victory on the morrow fabulous oh i forgot
0: about the arm uh Yes, so as you spend some time attuning to your new stuff and getting to know it a bit more, you realise that this sword that you have is um, often known as a luck blade. So once per day, you're able to reroll uh, one attack, one ability check or one saving throw that you dislike. Once um, a day? That's not very powerful. <laughs> and um, it also has uh, one charge of wish. Oh, I take it all back. <laughs> and uh, once uh, once that's used up, it's, uh, it's gone. Um, so it doesn't recharge. Uh, it has... Uh, it's also plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls, which was plus one earlier.
1: Uh, but I, I than wish game... that Vlad and I were in Chult. What are you going to do now? Broken <laughs> <in> it. <laughs> New adventure start right now. <laughs> you two end up in
0: Chult, and uh, we'll describe <laughs> how the dinosaurs rip you to shreds. <laughs> no. um, there's also a uh, plus one bonus to saving throw with this as well.
1: Oh, Fantastic.
0: Um, but yeah, you you do realise that you have uh, the opportunity of One Wish, which allows you to cast any spell up to level 9, or something more, um, something even more powerful, which could uh, result in a cost to you, yep. potentially. Um, but you realise that it's quite a gift. Uh, if you make a religion
1: check? Uh, can Queenie give me the help action? No. Ah, oh, it's a shame, because this is kind of her bag for once. <laughs> uh, but I'm good at this, I'm good at this! Oh, critical 20. Oh, Tell me all of it. The religion pours into my face. <laughs>
0: um, as you um, attune to this item, you feel um, whenever you were wielding a sunblade before and uh, talking about um, being Lathander's chosen, etc., whether you would admit it openly or not, uh, you, you in deep down, you know, there's a certain amount of bluster to that. I never really felt that much of a connection to Lathander until mm-hmm. you held this sword and uh, the uh, the idea of um, a wish here it would definitely be under it would definitely be coming from Lathander's power. Oh, more of a miracle than a wish, then. And um, part, I mean, part of the uh, connection, or part of the lack of uh, connection to Lathander, you would assume is probably because this domain is sort of cut off from the rest of the world and the Sword Coast, and not a lot can get in. But um, this seems to be at least uh, a little bit of a window for mm. Lathander to affect things. Yeah, I mean, as
1: as far as I'm understanding it outside of as Elliot rather than as Ichabod, I know I'm going to have to separate those two people in my mind for a second. Mm. But yeah, the, the Barovia is, is in the Shadowfell in a, in a Dread domain, like a, a little pocket dimension. In in So yeah. not in the Mortal Plane it's at a all. Demiplane. So, a Demiplane, thank you. Um, so way away from Lathander's realm. Mm-hmm. So this is extra nice. Uh, I do a little prayer to Lathander there as well. I, le- I spare some vigil time for him. Yeah. I've got to be sp- spread my love evenly between my two gods that I I champion. <laughs> what do you say in particular? Anything? Uh, oh, to, to Lathander, mm. I, I look down at my ring of Lathander that is giving me regeneration that I, or I always forget about. And I feel the warmth spread up my knuckle and up my arm, wrist and my arm. And I and I press that to the, to the luck blade. Say, so, um, thank you for these blessings, Lothander. Hopefully with, with yours and the Raven Queen's powers combined, I might be strong enough to defeat my evil brother and f- bring the sunlight back to the land of Barovia.
0: Yeah, as you do this and you hold on to the sword, you do feel like a slight, a slight sensation of warmth, um, and, uh, optimism. The first bit of optimism you might have felt for a little while, given how things have been going. Um, You also uh, get to know a bit more about your uh, plate armour. It is uh, very nicely made and somewhat enchanted. It's actually plus two plate armour. Wow! Mm.
1: That's pretty pretty tough stuff, I think. Oh my goodness, my AC is going to go much higher than it is currently. Mm. I buy leather (laughs) armour, but I never bothered to replace, even though I was desperate to. (laughs) So what does that put your AC at now? 20? i have absolutely no idea i'm trying to
0: i'm just trying to find it in the uh i think standard plate armor is 18 so plus two would be 20 i
1: think i'm just trying to drag it over uh plate on plus two this is the uh this is the good stuff good radio yeah get, get the drum roll going <laughs> uh let's take off that leather armor just so it doesn't confuse things 20 i've got a plus five armor class wow to my armor class from what it was oh this feels good and so light and maneuverable is this mithril oh (laughs) it doesn't
0: it is it will still uh give you disadvantage on stealth checks and stuff while you're wearing it oh no
1: (laughs) so now the stealth the ghost i've got with me (laughs) won't give away my position no <laughs> in fact this might help distract from the fact there's a ghost
0: following you yeah <laughs> not only is it really uh um opulent and um shiny you know, armor uh, but also Yo garish
1: whoa whoa classy <laughs> depending Thank on you. your point of view yeah
0: <laughs> probably not from ichabod's point of view it's definitely the sort of armor you might notice um oh yeah but that's uh, all ichabod ever wanted frankly <laughs> it's also it will make uh not not i wouldn't say clunky noises it makes quite loud um maybe um Maybe enjoyable noises like music.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a one-man band. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> um
0: as you uh walk around in it.
1: Yeah. As as I put the armor on, I would also I'd I'd like to say a quick um prayer is not really the right, term but I I'll, I'll use it anyway. Uh prayer to my father. Father Barov. And I'll say, I know you uh didn't give me your blessings for this armor, but you still made it for me, and I'm going to use it. Thank you, Father. I hope I do you proud. Um, all
0: right. Do you want to try and uh, connect with him in some way? You know that his uh, his tomb is here somewhere or are you just just saying it to
1: yourself? I'm I'm just saying it. I don't think everything else that Ichabod's done. I don't think he's brave enough to go looking for his own father's tomb. I think that's that's a line that's too far for him because okay. everything, even with all the undeaf, he's thought he's got a literal ghost with him. He doesn't, he's not brave enough to go and see his father. Mm, fair enough. It's literally like three doors down. There's no.
0: Tomb, no. Tomb, <laughs> and then your parents' tomb.
1: I'm f- thankful that I don't have to go past my parents' tomb to get to my brother's tomb. <laughs> There's just some Great. things you just don't do.
0: Yeah. Anything else you want to say to any of your party or
1: anything else you want to ask before uh, you, like, like I will, I would like to, I I would, oh no, uh, sorry. Obviously I haven't put the plate armor on if we haven't gone to sleep. Sorry. I thought this was all happening while I rested. Um, Oh yeah. You'd have to wear it. You, you could like put it on, try it on then take it off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just to make sure it fits. You've got people um, to help you out. I, uh, no, no, I'll save my inspirational speech till the morning then. All right. Uh, and what are you doing about watches?
0: Are you all just going to go to sleep? Are you going to have the ghost stand watch? Cause he doesn't yeah. sleep. So that
1: makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have him stand guard. All right, uh, Sir Clat says, "I won't let you down, sir. Yeah, I trust you a lot more than the last person who said that." Oh, who was that? It was a fake, ismark. mark. Turned out it was a hag in disguise. Oh, oh, uh, yes, I'm certainly not that. I'm a ghost. I wave my hand through him just to be on the safe side. He goes straight through. Good, boy, good.
0: Boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Vlad, Izek, and um, and Adrian all kind of settle down
1: and get some eye as well. Uh, while three. while Adrian and uh, Isaac are uh, uh, drifting off asleep over there, I'd like to have a quiet word with Vlad if I could. All right, you go over and wake him up.
2: Yeah, right, then, uh, two more minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I sit down next to his head. I sit Vlad, a lot of uh, we've we've come a long way together, and a lot of things are going to happen.
2: Times in the rain.
1: That's it. Uh, a lot of things are going to happen tomorrow, and. I I wanted to let tell you, if the worst should happen and I should fall, and Adrian and Isaac are are, are done for as well, I want you to run away. I want mm. you to take the Sunblade and I want you to flee. Get yourself to safety. Um, the Braven Queen will send another champion. She sent others, um, and uh, with you by his side or her side, then uh, I'm sure that they won't fail. Uh-
0: that looks at you very earnestly, and he says,
2: "You won't fail. We mm-hmm. won't fail."
1: It's good to say, good for you to say, lad. But and I, also, I couldn't. What what place is safety? I, I just make it back to the the Blue Water Inn, or or the uh, Keepers of the Feather Stronghold compounds. the Wizards of the Wine Winery. You know, they'll they'll take you in. I I, d- I couldn't live, lad. I couldn't live in Undeath. if Something happened to you.
2: Are those, is uh, is there any place that's really safe? Is he just not, has he just not been toying with you? Just letting you go about thinking you're no threat?
1: I'd like to feel like I've done some damage, but uh, I, I will, I don't know, Vlad, I don't know, but please.
2: Seems like he underestimates you a lot.
1: I get that a lot from, not just him, from everyone.
2: And that is your advantage against him. Hmm. Indeed when he underestimates you tomorrow it will be the last thing he does
1: mm. get a good night's sleep the lad okay wife you love sleep um even though i don't really need to because i'm i'm technically a zombie now <clears throat> well, i'm reborn i i will go and sit down underneath my uh at the foot of my uh statue and like uh, rest for a bit cool
0: all right so you lean up against it get some shut sort of mm-hmm. and uh yeah, everything kind of goes black for a moment. A very familiar swirling of uh, black creatures flapping around, approaching you. Um, and as you uh, await the Raven Queen, they get closer. These uh, these flaps are a lot more leathery, which is uh, an interesting turn of phrase, <laughs> as I, I realise as I say it. Nevertheless, you realise they are not ravens, they are bats. And uh, suddenly standing before you is uh, your brother, Um he looks uh furious I look uh, uh, where
1: am I currently am you I in are like... currently
0: in a black abyss you a can stand black up. void yeah. you can't see any floor but you're, you've got your footing. he's standing right in front of you as you look at his face, you see in his eyes um his eyes seem to be aflame at the moment, flickering and uh, his uh, his brow is very furrowed and you can see the whites of his teeth like grimacing at you.
1: I stand up and I return his his glare in kind. It's it's coming to a head soon, my brother. I know what you did, brother. You took one of mine, I took one of yours, just like old times.
0: But just like old times,
1: I will always end
0: up one up. He stamps his foot in this void, and you hear a crunching noise, he seems to uh dissipate into the blackness uh
1: i looked down at where his foot made the crunching noise
0: you what don't was see it? anything it's just okay. black void um okay but when you uh wake up you look below and you can see uh a lot of bones and a beak and things like that all just cracked on the floor you prick then
1: we'll stop there oh good <sighs> i uh, that uh oh, wow he's he's a, he's a, he's he's a bad guy oh no not my queenie it's a bit of an emotional episode it is emotional maybe you can call it back we'll see, we'll huh. see what happens. oh no don't say it like that <laughs> i was going to don't say maybe now it implies that something's going to happen and it's going to i'm not going to be able to well we'll have to find out next time i um, now
0: i'm invested <laughs> um yeah so a lot of um a lot of positives but uh yeah ending on quite a down note um but also uh you're very aware that strad is aware that you have uh, hurt his horse.
1: I I knew I I as soon as you said it dissipated like a familiar. I was like, oh, he's gonna know, grudge mm-hmm. Um, whether this affects um,
0: whether like Strad's awareness of uh, what's going, oh, like well, there's awareness, but whether this affects what Strad intends to do, we'll have to find out. You're spending the night in this tomb.
1: Um, I mean, I'm I'm hoping he just puts it down to um, uh, impotent rebellion rather than. Oh, stuff's about to kick off. Yeah, maybe, but and, we'll uh, see. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah, we'll see. Did you say splays
0: out? Was that already uh, the it? Yeah.
1: No, nope, <laughs> that's exactly what I meant to say. <laughs>
0: awesome. What was the uh, listener question again?
1: The listener question. I'm glad you asked. Was from the Bruce, and he said, "When they make the movie, the making of One on One RPG, who would you? Who would each of you cast as each other?" Uh, do you want to answer first? Uh, I can go first if you like. I feel. Uh coming straight off his success from the Dungeons and Dragons movie, uh Chris Pine would make a good Tony Bruce. Ah, that's a, I feel that's he's I feel he's got the character. chops to really get the char- charisma of the character going.
0: <laughs> that's that's a very flattering suggestion. Nice. I was thinking for um for Elliot Walker could be played by Mark Strong um from uh who well, <laughs> aren't sure, from Kingsman Fame, he was who is he, Galahad?
1: Uh yes.
0: And uh, uh I kind of thought um, I like uh, Tony Bruce could be played by Colin Firth and Elliot Walker could be Mark Strong because they always have really good chemistry and stuff. because in true.
1: Together. I mean, yeah. I'd like to think that we would we are quite a bit younger than they are. Yeah, it was a younger
0: about... version of them. So I was thinking more like yeah, that. Oh, and, uh... I didn't
1: realize we could have like magic involved in this. <laughs> Maybe I'll pick a,
0: a more up to date um, <laughs> in, in a little while. But um yeah, I think I was thinking more like them in Fever Pitch. I don't know if you've ever seen that. The Bruce will mm. uh, possibly well, you'd possibly be aware of it. It's um, about uh, it's based on the book Fever Pitch about a couple of Arsenal fans when Arsenal won the league in like eighty nine. But was um, it just the league? I thought it was like the double or the triple or something. No, this was the first time they won the league for ages, and Liverpool had been winning it every year for about ten years, and it all came down to like one last kick in the last minute of the last game, etc. Uh, oh wow more about that it's more about the uh the characters in it than the the football still yeah um yeah so a more modern choice hmm. let me see patrick stewart no <laughs> it's um,
1: patrick stewart and ian mckellen perfect <laughs> pairing yes yeah, that's better much more age appropriate i um, feel like you would be the ian mckellen of the group
0: <laughs> maybe so um what about uh the guy that plays the dean in community
1: <laughs> dean rash uh yeah yeah no, I could, no. I can see that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, um, I was thinking David Spade and uh, <laughs> Chuck Farley. I'm thinking and, uh, of comedy duos now in my head. Just
0: Yeah, uh, Will Ferrell and um, Johnny C Reilly. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: uh, I think uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Andy Samberg and Terry Crews. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, Andy Sam-
0: <laughs> Maybe Andy Samberg could play. Oh, uh, you
1: don't think Terry Crews could pull Tony Bruce? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy, Samberg
0: and plays... <laughs> Andy Samberg and the guy that plays Andy Samberg and the guy that plays Doyle in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> have you got? Uh, did you have anyone in mind for yourself?
1: Um, no, uh, I think de- uh, Dean Rash is not a bad choice. I'll be honest. Hmm. Is it Dean Rash, Jim Rash? Jim Rash. Jim
0: Rash. <laughs> Dean name. was,
1: yeah. Dean was his character name in the show. <laughs> Probably could <laughs> have been a reason why it wouldn't have been that. Um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, uh, the guy who played Captain America. What's his name? Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. The guy from um, uh, Don't Forget Your Toothbrush and uh,
0: Radio, 1, <laughs> Radio One.
1: Yeah, the ginger guy who used to be married to <laughs> Billy Piper. That's exactly <laughs> what I meant. <laughs>
0: All right, I look forward to this film. Um, we've got actors for every uh, age. <laughs> we've got yeah, actors for every part of our story now, so um, you know, it's going to be got, seamless.
1: Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, recipients to put through just to give them a test a screening. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to say, I'm sorry, Stuart. Can you say that in an Irish accent?
0: Yeah, we'll have um, we'll have Patrick Stewart Annie and Ian McKellen sort of narrating it. We'll will be uh, framed oh, around, yeah, them. like
1: like how i met your mother style you know we have a a wraparound (laughs) with us old
0: (laughs) yeah but hey kids we will say to all of our listeners at the time who has (laughs) who have only recently started listening because we're still (laughs) we'll be so popular at that point and still going and let me tell you about the time we started the podcast
1: Uh, it's all about it's all about every other podcast we've ever tried to make (laughs) <laughs> and only briefly about one of one rpg right in the last five seconds yeah all right let me let me tell crap. you about all the other strange i got kids <laughs> your dad was a bit of a player weird show all
0: right do you want to say anything to your uh your buddies?
1: uh hi and bye buddies. uh just remember you're the most handsome version of you there is <laughs>
0: the reverse of that is also true <laughs> Bye, everybody.
1: I was being optimistic. Bye, buddies. Bye.